Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, right here in the Haven, which is in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Uh, we're trying to keep this sound vibration going, trying to uh, carve out a little time every day where we're out of the insanity of what's going on in the world and we can bask in the effulgence of the pastimes of Sri Krishna and his uh, great devotees and incarnations and ultimately the Supreme Personality of God Himself, Krishna, whose form and name and pastimes and abode and entourage are the absolute truth, the goal of life. And here we are, unqualified as we are, associating regularly and intimately with the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami um, describes the Bhagavatam, glorifies the Bhagavatam in a very nice way. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, <coughs> Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvanduditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the, you are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema-varsak-shadhayate Sarvadasavasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madekabando matsangin madguro man mahadana my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin adini chochitakada hanamun chagadachin mam O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया We're in the four-day celebration of the uh, Platinum Jubilee of the Queen of England. <clears throat> Seventy years she's been the Queen. And the way the public are turning out with very uh, blissful uh, energy uh, and the numbers are incredible. I was talking to Radha Raman today and he said he's never seen so many people out on the streets and so many people feeling in kind of a, an upbeat, joyful mood. And it, it actually is showing that the human beings, they have a need to not just affect, not just respect, but have affection for their leader. It's, it's like the last gasp, you know, of the monarchical system, although it's just now become a figurehead, it's not real, there's not real power there. But there is, because so many people are being affected positively by this person's uh, lifetime of service. <clears throat> so that's the remnants, the last little gasp of the uh, culture, the, the, the monarchy, monarchical, monarchic, monarchical culture that we're hearing about in the Bhagavatam and that can actually solve the problems of human society. So, Kair, we're, we've reached the ninth chapter of the third canto of Bhagavatam. I think we'll finish this chapter today. We're going to start with text 41 and the t chapter's title is the Brahma's Prayer for Creative Energy. We're starting at text 41. It is the opinion of expert transcendentalists that the ultimate goal of performing all traditional good works, penances, sacrifices, charity, mystic activities, meditation in trance, etc., is to invoke my satisfaction. Purport. There are many traditionally pious activities in human society, such as altruism, philanthropy, nationalism, internationalism, charity, sacrifice, penance, and even meditation in trance. And all of them can be fully beneficial only when they lead to the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The perfection of any activity, social, political, religious, or philanthropic, is to satisfy the Supreme Lord. This secret of success is known to the devotee of the Lord, as exemplified by Arjuna on the battle of, battlefield of Kurukshetra. As a good, nonviolent man, Arjuna did not want to fight with his kinsmen, but when he understood that Krishna wanted the fight and had arranged and had arranged it at Kurukshetra, he gave up his own satisfaction and fought for the satisfaction of the Lord. That is the right decision for all intelligent men. One's only concern should be to satisfy the Lord by one's activities. If the Lord is satisfied by an action, 
whatever it may be, then it is successful. Otherwise, it is simply a waste of time. That is the standard of all sacrifice, penance, austerity, mystic trance, and other good and pious work. Text 42 I am the super-soul of every individual soul, the supreme director and the dearest of the dear. People are wrongly attached to the gross and subtle bodies, but they should be attached to me only. Purport. The Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead, is the dearest of the dear for both the conditioned and the liberated souls. A person who does not know that the Lord is the dearmost object is in the conditioned state of life, and one who knows perfectly well that the Lord is the dearmost object is considered to be liberated. There are degrees of knowing one's relationship with the Lord, depending on the degree of re realization as to why the Supreme Lord is the dearmost object of every living being. <clears throat> the real reason is clearly stated in Bhagavad Gita 15.7 Mamaibhangsho jiva loke jiva bhutak sanatanaha The living entities are eternally parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord. The living entity is called the Atma, and the Lord is called the Paramatma. The living entity is called Brahman, and the Lord is called the Parabrahman, or the Parameshwara. Ishwara Paramakrishna. The conditioned souls who do not have self-realization accept the material body as the dearmost. The idea of the dearmost is then spread all over the body, both concentrated and extended. The attachment for one's own body and its extensions, like children and relatives, is actually developed on the basis of the real living entity. Even the body of the most dear son is no longer attractive as soon as the real living entity is out of the body. Therefore, the living spark, or eternal part of the Supreme, is the real basis of affection and not the body. Because the living entities are also parts of the whole living entity, that supreme living entity is the factual basis of affection for all. One who has forgotten the basic principle of his love for everything has only flickering love because he is in Maya. The more one is affected by the principle of Maya, the more he is detached from the basic principle of love. One cannot factually love anything unless he is fully developed in the loving service of the Lord. In the present verse, <clears throat> in the present verse, stress is given to focusing love upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The word kuryat is significant here. This means one must have it. This word is used just to stress that we must have more and more attachment <clears throat> to the principle of love for the Lord.
the influence of maya is experienced <clears throat> the influence of maya is experienced by the part and parcel some just a second one second just a slight adjustment made here <clears throat> the influence of maya is experienced by the by the part and parcel spiritual entity but it cannot influence the super soul the paramatma the mayavadi philosophers accepting the influence of maya on the living entity mm. want to become one with the paramatma but because they have no actual love for the paramatma they remain ever entrapped by the influence of maya and are unable to approach the vicinity of the paramatma this inability is due to their lack of affection for the paramatma a rich miser does not know how to utilize his wealth and therefore in spite of his being very rich his miserly behavior keeps him everlastingly a poor man on the other hand a person who knows how to utilize wealth can quickly become a rich man even with a small credit balance <laughs> the eyes <clears throat> and the sun are very intimately related because without sunlight the eyes are unable to see but the other parts of the body being attached to the sun as, the, as a source of warmth take more advantage of the sun than do the eyes without possessing affection for the sun the eyes cannot bear the rays of the sun or in other words such eyes have no capacity to understand the utility of the sun's rays similarly the empiric philosophers despite their theoretical knowledge of brahman cannot utilize the mercy of the supreme brahman because they lack affection for him so many impersonal philosophers remain everlastingly under the influence of maya because although they indulge in theoretical knowledge of brahman they do not develop affection for brahman nor do they have any scope for development of such affection because of their defective method a devotee of the sun god even though devoid of eyesight can see the sun god as he is even from this planet whereas one who is not a devotee of the sun cannot even bear the glaring sunlight similarly by devotional service even though one is not on the level of a jnani one can see the personality of godhead within himself due to one's development of pure love in all circumstances one should try to develop love of godhead and that will solve all contending problems text 43 
By following my instructions, you can now generate the living entities as before. By dint of your complete Vedic wisdom and the body you have directly received from me, the supreme cause of everything. Text 44 The sage Maitreya said, After instructing Brahma, the creator of the universe, to expand the creation, the primeval Lord, the personality of Godhead, in his personal form as Narayana, disappeared. Purport Before his activity in creating the universe, Brahma saw the Lord. That is the explanation of the Chatuk Shloki Bhagavatam. When the creation awaited Brahma's activity, Brahma saw the Lord, and therefore the Lord existed in his personal form before the creation. His eternal form is not created by the attempt of Brahma as imagined by less intelligent men. The personality of Godhead appeared as he is before Brahma, and the Lord disappeared from Brahma's vision in the same form, which is not materially tinged. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the third canto, ninth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Brahma's Prayers for Creative Energy. All glories to Lord Brahma, the first created being, the person who was empowered by Lord Vishnu after Brahma saw Lord Vishnu face to face. Uh, Lord Brahma became empowered to create the, 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 the universe. So it's all coming from the mercy and, and the empowerment of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hare Krishna. Okay. Let's move on to chapter 10. Divisions of the Creation Text 1 Shri Vidura said, O great sage, please let me know how Brahma, the grandfather of the planetary inhabitants, created the bodies of the living entities from his own body and mind after the disappearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Text 2 O greatly learned one, kindly eradicate all my doubts and let me know of all that I have inquired from you from the beginning to the end. Purport Vidura asked all relevant questions of Maitreya <clears throat> because Vidura knew well that Maitreya was the right person to reply to all the points of his inquiries. One must be confident about the qualifications of his teacher. One should not approach a layman for replies to specific spiritual inquiries. Such inquiries when replied to with imaginative answers by the teacher are a program for wasting time. Text 3 Sutta Goswami said, O son of Bhrigu, the great sage Maitreya Muni, 
thus hearing from Vidura, felt very much enlivened. Everything was in his heart, and thus he began to reply to the questions, one, at, one after another. Purport The phrase Sutta Ubacha, Sutta Goswami said, <clears throat> appears to indicate a break in the discourse between Maharaj Prikshit and Shukadeva Goswami. While Shukadeva Goswami was speaking to Maharaj Prikshit, Sutta Goswami was only one member of a large audience. But Sutta Goswami was speaking to the sages of Naimisharanya, headed by the sage Shonaka, a descendant of Shukadeva Goswami. This, however, does not make any substantial difference in the topics under discussion. Text 4 The greatly learned sage Maitreya said, O Bidura, Brahma thus engaged himself in penances for one hundred celestial years as advised by the Personality of Godhead and implied him, applied himself in devotional service to the Lord. Purport That Brahma engaged himself for the Personality of Godhead Narayana means that he engaged himself in the service of the Lord. That is the highest penance one can perform for any number of years. There is no retirement from such service, which is eternal and ever encouraging. Text 5 Thereafter, Brahma saw that both the lotus on which he was situated and the water on which the lotus was growing, were trembling due to a strong, violent wind. PURPORT The material world is called illusory because it is a place of forgetfulness of the transcendental service of the Lord. Thus, when engaged in, in the Lord's devotional service in the material world, may sometimes be very much disturbed by awkward circumstances. There is a de declaration of war between the two parties, the illusory energy and the devotee. And sometimes the weak devotees fall victim to the onslaught of the powerful illusory energy. Lord Brahma, however, was sufficiently strong by the causeless mercy of the Lord and he could not be victimized by the material energy although it gave him cause for anxiety when it managed to totter the existence of his position. Text 6 Long penance and transcendental knowledge of self-realization had matured Brahma in practical knowledge, and thus he drank the wind completely along with the water. Purport Lord Brahma's struggle for existence is a personal example of the continuous fight between the living entities in the material world and the illusory energy called Maya. Beginning from Maya down to this age, the living entities are struggling with the forces of material nature. By advanced knowledge in science 
and transcendental realization, one can try to control the material energy, which works against our endeavors. And in the modern age, advanced material scientific knowledge and penance have played very wonderful roles in controlling the powers of the material energy. Such control of the material energy, however, can be most successfully carried out if one is a soul surrendered under the Supreme Personality of Godhead and carries out His order in the spirit of loving, transcendental service. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 7 Thereafter, he saw that the lotus on which he was situated was spread throughout the universe and he contemplated how to create all the planets which were previously merged in that very same lotus. Purport The seeds of all the planets in the universe were impregnated in the, in the lotus on which Brahma was situated. All the planets were already generated by the Lord and all the living entities were also born in Brahma. The material world and the living entities were all already generated in seedling forms by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Brahma was to disseminate the same seedlings all over the universe. The real creation is therefore called Sarga and later on the manifestation by Brahma is called Visarga. Text 8 Thus engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Brahma entered into the horal of the lotus, and as it spread all over the universe, he divided it into three divisions of worlds, and later into fourteen divisions. Text 9 Lord Brahma is the most exalted personality in the universe because of his causeless devotional service unto the Lord in mature transcendental knowledge. He therefore created all the fourteen planetary divisions for inhabitation by the different types of living entities. Purport the Supreme Lord is the reservoir of all the qualities of the living entities. The conditioned souls in the material world reflect only part of those qualities and therefore they are sometimes called pratibhimbas. These pratibhimba living entities as parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord have inherited different proportions of His original qualities in terms of their inheritance of these qualities, they appear as different species of life and are accommodated in different planets according to the plan of Brahma. Brahma is the creator of the three worlds, namely the lower planets called Pataloloka, the middle planets called the Burlokas, and the upper planets called the Swarlokas. Still higher planets such as Maharloka, Tapaloka, and Brahmaloka or Satyaloka, does not dissolve in the devastating water. This is because of the causeless devotional service rendered unto the Lord by their inhabitants, whose existence 
continues up to the end of Dviparada time, when they are generally liberated from the chain of birth and death in the material world. Text 10 Vidura inquired from Maitreya, O my Lord, O greatly learned sage, kindly describe eternal time, which is another form of the Supreme Lord, the wonderful actor. What are the symptoms of that eternal time? Please describe them to us in detail. Purport The complete universe is a manifestation of varieties of entities beginning from the atoms up to the gigantic universe itself. And all is under the control of the Supreme Lord in His form of Kala, or eternal time. The controlling time has different dimensions in relation to particular physical embodiments. There is a time for atomic dissolution and a time for the universal dissolution. There is a time for the annihilation of the body of the human being and there is a time for the annihilation of the universal body. Also, growth, development, and resultant actions are de all depend on the time factor. Vidura wanted to know in detail the different physical manifestations and their times of annihilation. Text 11 Maitreya said, Eternal time is the primeval source of the interactions of the three modes of material nature. It is unchangeable and limitless and it works as the instrument of the Supreme Personality of Godhead for His pastimes in the material creation. Purport The impersonal time factor is the background of the material manifestation as the instrument of the Supreme Lord. It is the ingredient of assistance offered to material nature. No one knows where time began and where it ends, and it is time only which can keep a record of the creation, maintenance, and destruction of the material manifestation. This time factor is the material cause of creation and therefore a self-expansion of the Personality of Godhead. Time is considered the impersonal feature of the Lord. The time factor is also explained by modern men in various ways. Some accept it almost as it is explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. For example, in Hebrew literature, time is accepted in the same spirit as the representation of God. It is, it is stated therein, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Metaphysically, time is distinguished as absolute 
and real. Absolute time is continuous and is unaffected by the speed <clears throat> or slowness of material things. Time is astronomically and mathematically calculated in relation to the speed, change, and life of a particular object. Factually, however, time has nothing to do with the relativities of things. Rather, everything is shaped and calculated in terms of the uh, facility offered by time. Time is the basic measurement of the activity of our senses by which we calculate past, present, and future. But in factual calculation, time has no beginning and no end. Chanakya Pandit says that even a slight fraction of time cannot be purchased with millions of dollars and therefore even a moment of time lost without profit must be calculated as the greatest loss in life. Time is not subject to any form of psychology nor are the moments objective realities in themselves but they are dependent on particular experiences. Therefore, Srila Jiva Goswami concludes that the time factor is intermixed with the activities, actions and reactions of the external energy of the Lord. The external energy or material energy works under the superintendence of the time factor as the Lord Himself and that is why material nature appears to have produced so many wonderful things in the cosmic manifestation. The Bhagavad Gita 9.10 confirms this conclusion as follows, Maya Jakshena Prakriti Suyate Sachada Charam Hetunainakonteya Jagat Viparivartate Text 12 This cosmic manifestation is separated from the Supreme Lord as material energy by means of Kala, which is the unmanifested, impersonal feature of the Lord. It is situated in the objective manifestation of the Lord under the influence of the same material energy of Vishnu. Purport as stated previously by Narada before Vyasadeva, Idam hi Bishwam Bhagavan Ivetaraha. That's Bhagavatam 1 5 20. This manifested world is the same, is the self same personality of Godhead, but it appears to be something else beyond our beyond or besides the Lord. It appears so because of its being separated from the Lord by means of Kala. It is something like the tape-recorded voice of a person who is now separated from the recording. As the tape recording is situ situated on the tape, so the whole cosmic manifestation is situated on the material energy and appears separate from the Lord by means of Kala. The material manifestation is therefore the objective manifestation 
of the Supreme Lord and exhibits his impersonal feature so much adored by impersonalist philosophy, philosophers. So we're going to stop there. It's almost 8 o'clock. And we'll start up again tomorrow at text 13. And we anxiously await the reflections of the attentive sages present. Hare Krishna. First is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj, the daily shelter. Mm, the daily shelter is true. It's our only shelter. And from Gopakanya Devidasi. <coughs> yes, Gopakanya Devidasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all the assembled sages. Haribo, Haribo. All glories to Sri Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. And from Bhakti Christopher. Yes, Bhakti Christopher. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. Jai Prabhupada. And Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi. I hope you are well and safe and happy over there in Florida. Hare Krishna. Got some jubilee celebrations going on. Well, that's only happening here. I'm thinking Welch boys may be out doing special, something special. From Subara Rajagopal. Yes, Subara. Haribo, Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my <coughs> humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your Nityam Bhagavata Savior. Mm. Yes, well, that's the idea. Nityam means always, it means regularly, it can mean every day. So, yes, we do this every day and it is Nityam Bhagavata Savior. Eternal devotional service. Even if we're not perfect yet, when we do this perfect activity, we become more and more perfect. Hare Krishna. From Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati, Hare Krishna. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. And the assembled devotees. Tonight's two chapters were quite different in content. 
I was biking home from a meeting at the temple with our visiting GBCs, so I could not hear very clearly, but I really liked this verse, Srimad Bhagavatam 3942. I am the super soul of every individual. I am the supreme director and the dearest. People are wrongly attached to the gross and subtle bodies, but they should be attached to me only. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, Rati, for bringing that out. That's a wonderful reflection. And those who were extremely advanced in devotional service, because they, they see the Lord in the form of time and the super soul everywhere, therefore, they're always seeing the Lord. Therefore, that gives them the capacity to be fully surrendered to the Lord. One of the aspects of being fully surrendered to the Lord is wherever you look, you see the energy of the Lord and it reminds you of the Lord and therefore you can always remember the Lord, even when you're looking at His material energy, which is nothing but spiritual energy transformed into inert energy by the will of the Lord. And He can transform that inert energy into spiritual energy at His will, whenever He wants. And that is called prasad, the mercy of the Lord. Hare Krishna, thank you. And from Ananda Murti? Yes, Ananda Murti. <coughs> Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, and all assembled devotees. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading. Today I heard from Lord Krishna directly that, quote, I am the super soul of every individual. <laughs> I am the supreme director and the dearest. Yeah. People are wrongly attached to the gross and subtle bodies, <laughs> but they should be attached to me only. <laughs> All the solution of our problems are already given to our life. Hare Krishna, we got some like-minded devotees around. That's This is what it means to associate with like-minded devotees. Sometimes they come up with the same reflections, they, they, the same points made the impression on them as others. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. He said, another beautiful reminder of where my love should be directed if I want my life to be successful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Pour the water on the roots and the tree flourishes. Hare Krishna. And from Subarao Rajagopal? Yes, Subarao. In the context of Kala, I remember this verse. Ayur Harati Vai Pum Sam Udyan Astan Chayan Asau Tasyarte Yakshanonita Uttamashloka Vartaya. Both by rising and by setting, the sun decreases the duration of life of everyone, except one who utilizes the time by discussing topics of the all good personality of Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.17 Haribo, very nice. I like the way you connect the verses from other chapters and other places of Bhagavatam and connect the verses to the devotees who are reading the, the verses when 
and purport your reading. It's very nice that you can do that, and we should all learn to do that. It deepens our understanding, and it makes our understanding more all-pervasive. From Celine Wetzels. Yes, Celine. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for your reading today. Quote, this time factor is the material cause of creation and is therefore a self-expansion of the personality of Godhead. Unquote. It is good to reflect on how time is a personal expansion of Krishna. Often we feel like time is against us. We age, it pushes us forward. We regret, we move towards death and so on. But reminding ourselves of the fact that time is a personal expansion of Krishna twists this perspective in a positive way to show us that Krishna in that form bestows mercy upon us by offering the opportunity to transform, move onwards and come back to him. A wonderful reminder. Hare Krishna, thank, thank you. you for reminding us. Lovely reflection. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> So more from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Keep on, keep on trucking. Dear Guru Maharaj, even though the Lord is reminding us in so many ways that He is the only one we need to love, I still find myself to be holding back because with my materialistic mentality and traumatic experiences from many lives and not comprehending His absolute capacity to love all of us at the same time in ever-increasing ways, to our full satisfaction. Could you please give me some advice on how to overcome this? Well, Rati, uh, the fact that you should that you can ask that question means you already understand what you have to do. You have to keep doing the same thing you're doing. You don't have to change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Trying to increase the Harinam Sankirtan, try to increase the devotees you know, uh, attraction to the festivals and the deities and and get the book distribution going, publishing and distribu distribution. That's, and, and to chant and to follow the regular principles. And that's all you have to do. There isn't something more. There isn't something new. There's nothing new to do. It's just you have to keep doing it. And as you do it, you will see gradually more and more and therefore you'll feel more and more, uh, what's the word, uh, content and, uh, yeah, and, and satisfied. That's my advice. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. And as you do that, your consciousness will become purified. Then you'll be able to see for yourself what more to do. Right now at this stage, you should just continue to do what you're doing in terms of these different devotional activities with the, with the full bore enthusiasm that you show when you're actually uh, firing up the team. Hare Krishna.
Thank you, Guru Maharaj, for this beautiful answer. <laughs> it is just so embarrassing sometimes to see my limitations. <laughs> so means means you you really want to be unlimited? No, you don't want you know you don't want to be unlimited. Just we're all limited. So use what, whatever we have in Christian service, which you're doing, by the way, very nicely. Same answer. She says, but then I try to use it to become more humble. Well, Krishna is very kind, you know, uh, in response to a devotee who's trying to think of him and trying to do devotional service. He arranges all kinds of things to help us to keep humble, to stay humble. It's not that you have to do something to stay humble. The Lord will arrange that, Hare Krishna. Just the fact that we're so tiny in relationship to this material world should give us an innate understanding you know, of how insignificant we are and therefore uh, accelerate our desire and intensify our desire to, to just give ourselves to the Lord in devotional service. Thank you. You are my guiding light in the historic <laughs> world. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I thank you all very much again and again and again and yet again. Srimad uh, Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhaktavinda ki jai. Gopreem Nandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic. As Maitre continues to answer and Vidura continues to inquire and taking us deeper and deeper into the realm of pure devotional service. Hare Krishna.